Hello, everyone. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Baby's Books and Business Podcast hosted by Miss Canoe. That's at M-I-S-S-K-A-N-U. And we are here. It is season three, episode two. Tons and tons to talk about today. Today, we are going to be talking about mompreneur life and what does that look like and what the hell is a mompreneur? What does that mean? Who can be a mompreneur? We're talking all things mompreneur today on the podcast. Um, I have some different tips that are going to help the mompreneurs out because like I mentioned last week on the podcast, there's tons of women who are pregnant. So shout out to all of the 2020 mamas um, or mamas to be. Um, There's lots of women who had babies, are about to have babies, all of these things. So um, and there's just a lot of women who are deciding now that they want to be mompreneurs and what a better reason other than to after you have a baby you find out how expensive they are so of course when you realize how expensive they are and how much everything costs you're definitely going to want another income coming in um so we're going to talk about what it means to be a mompreneur how to get started with becoming a mompreneur i'll talk a little bit about my journey of um being a consultant and we have a lot of fun planned for you all so again this is season three episode two of the baby's books and business podcast Alrighty, y'all, we are back again. I hope that everyone is having an awesome week. Um, thank you to everyone who tuned in last week to our return, um, our 2020 return to the Baby's Books and Business podcast. I do, I love this podcast. It is helpful, it is therapy, and um, it helps me also to process what life is like as a mom. Um, and being able to translate those experiences because people are literally becoming moms each and every single day. Every single day I'm finding out that somebody new is pregnant or somebody just had a baby. And um, one of the things that happened with me is that luckily I had started my business prior to being pregnant. So in 2016, that's when I started my business, Christina Canoe Consulting. And I having a baby was nowhere near on the radar at all. Um, I was finishing up grad school. I was um, consulting or just getting ready or, you know, kind of starting the process of consulting. So when I got pregnant, I was like, oh, okay, Um, this is exciting. And of course, you know, I was excited to have a baby. But then I realized that my life obviously was going to shift a lot in terms of how literally how every single thing functioned. So today we are going to talk about what it looks like to be a mompreneur. And um, I said I'm going to give you all five tips, but there might be a couple other tips that roll out. So don't count. (laughs) Or it might be, you know, point one, point one B, whatever the case may be, we are talking all things mompreneur today because I love, love, love that word. Um, so what is a mompreneur? It's really quite simple. A mompreneur is combining all things motherhood, so moms, and entrepreneurship. So people who go into business, people who decide that they have an idea, they have a passion, there's something that they want to do, and they want to start a business. That's, you know, the essential what it means to be an entrepreneur. If you all want a more clean cut definition, of course, you can go to Google or your local dictionary and you can read up the the full-fledged definition of what it means to be an entrepreneur. Anywho, 
So what I realized is I started to see the word mompreneur everywhere. And I was like, okay, what the hell is that? And I clicked on it and I was so inspired. You're talking about inspiration. Women who are literally like Beyonce says, strong enough to, you know, have the babies and get back to business too. Women who are mothers, but they also are running their own businesses. And when I started to click on these pictures and click on the hashtags, y'all know how I feel about hashtags. I love hashtags. I literally would see these images of women, you know, on the computer and breastfeeding or, you know, conducting a meeting and, you know, having their baby and feeding a bottle and just doing all of these things. And I'm like, who the hell are these people? That's dope. And I want to be one too. Um, So... I started consult, you know, I had Jace June 2017 and, um, and shout out to Jace. I love my baby. And within a couple of, within a month, I conducted my first consultation. Um, and I did an all day session with a family where I brought Jace with me, you know, I packed up his whole entire life. The family was comfortable with me bringing him because he was only a month old And I literally for about five, six hours was just doing consultations with this family. And I was exhausted after. I said, this cannot be it. I don't know how this is going to work. But I also felt so inspired and so um, rejuvenated. And I felt so powerful as well as feeling tired because I felt, wow, it is absolutely possible to run your own business and still have a baby. It is absolutely possible. And, you know, of course, we've always been saluting working moms because that's a whole lot, too, to have a nine to five job or two part time jobs or just a part time job and also have um, a baby. That is a lot. Um, So but when you are able to so specifically, I'm you know, of course, um, you can get tips for this regardless of if you aren't a mompreneur, but specifically I'm talking about what it means to be a mompreneur in terms of you may work a full-time job also, and you're a mom and you have your own business. Because the thing is when you have your own business, all of the onus falls on you. You can't put it on your boss. So I work a full-time job also. Um, and the difference is I can go to work. I leave work. I'm done with work. I don't have to worry about keeping the lights on at that establishment. I don't have to worry about payroll. I don't have to worry about none of that shit. None of that matters to me. Well, it's not that it doesn't matter to me, but none of that is my direct responsibility when I go to my full-time job. I'm there from 8.30 to 5.30 and then I come home. And when I come home, it's all things CKC. It's all things Christina Canoe Consulting. So when you are the response, when you are the owner of your own business, there's just a lot of more things that come into it. So let's get into some of these tips. Number one, moms, I know this probably sounds so self-explanatory, but it really isn't. Um, Believe in yourself and just start. In the consultations I've had with a lot of women over the last couple of years, in particular, those who are moms, they are so terrified of starting. And one of the reasons why they're terrified of starting is because they feel as if they are abandoning their children by wanting to pursue their dreams. They feel like I'm a mom now, you know. I, I All I care about is my baby. I don't have time for no extra-ish. Don't talk to me about, you know, wanting to do all of that. Like, I just, I don't, I, I feel like that is wrong. I feel like all of my time should be devoted to my child. And I agree. 
I agree to an extent because, of course, your children, they are the most important and precious gift in your life. However, comma, mamas, that does not mean that you do not deserve to have a life of your own and to do things that you want to do. Because what ends up happening is a lot of women, they have all of these goals, so many goals of things that they want to do, businesses that they want to start, places they want to go, people they want to be, and they have a baby and poof, that all goes out the window. So you have to believe that if God gave you a vision or whoever you see as your higher power, I, you know, I love God. I love Jesus Christ. Um, so that's, you know, who I'm referring to when I'm speaking, but whoever your higher power is, if you received that vision, then that means that you are going to have the ability to continue on and the ability to raise your children and also run that business. Now it's not going to be easy. Hence, why we're talking all things, what it means to be a mompreneur, and I'm giving you tips. No, that it's it's hard as hell. There's some days where I literally am like, no, like, I just, I can't, and I don't want to be bothered. But then I look at Jace in his face, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going to be so dope for you to be raised by a businesswoman and to learn what it means to do business, not from a man, no, sh- no disrespect to men, but you know, men, they've been doing business. We don't see things called dadpreneurs. And if that, that term exists, that's awesome too. I have not seen it, but there's a space in this world for mompreneurs and to learn and to grow from one another. So again, point number one, believe in yourself, go ahead and start because you are more capable than what you think that you are. You just have to start. You just have to go ahead and even if it means taking baby steps, get the books on business, book a business consultation. And if you do, of course, book with Christina Canoe Consulting, shameless plug, um, do a, a, a brainstorm, talk to people in your industry, research, read, learn, go on YouTube, listen to podcasts, whatever it is that you want to do, but make that initial step to go ahead and start. Number two, time management. Um, let me get a sip of water on that one. Your time is going to shift. First of all, after you have a baby, your time literally is just, um, you don't have time for a whole lot of nonsense. I tell people all of the time that before I became a mom, I was really particular about my time. I'm, I've always been particular. Don't waste my time. Um, just don't waste it. Um, because I've always kept a very strict schedule because I try to be very disciplined. Um, I don't like a whole lot of idle time, but that's just me and my weird type A-ness. But your time management if you're going to be a business owner, it's going to have to change because you're going to have to look at, okay, what are the things that I need to do in my household to get done? So things like laundry and dishes and cleaning and cooking and all of that stuff that, I mean, we have to do, but who really wants to sit and just be cleaning all day? So you have to look at that stuff. Then of course you have to look at what are all of the things that my baby needs? So, you know, are they even in look at, you know, where they're at in their life? which is some, another point I'm going to get into because that's going to determine of, am I going to be doing a lot of work in the middle of the night when the baby is getting up? Because that might be a time because you're already up. So, you know, you might be able to read a couple of pages or do a couple of things with your business. Or is my child a little bit older where during their nap time, because I know they're taking a two to three hour nap, I can get some stuff done. You have to look at all of these things. It might mean mamas that you can't, hang out with your friends and parlay all day long, especially in the implemental stages when you're of when you're getting your business started. It might mean that you can't travel all of the time like you used to. It might mean that you have to skip lunch at work and be working on business stuff. 
it might mean that your planner, which already should be your best friend, becomes even more of your best friend. So you can outline every single component of your day and what all it is that you have to get done. But you're going to have to pay attention to your time management because there are 24 hours in a day. And I love the quote that Beyonce has 24 hours in the day. Yes, Beyonce, she does have chefs and people who do a whole lot of stuff, but you can't make it seem like Beyonce ain't doing nothing. Beyonce is working her fucking ass off. Excuse me for cussing y'all. I get real passionate. Like she's working. So there's 24 hours in the day. So you have to figure out how am I going to use those 24 hours? At the very least, can I find a way to devote two to three hours into my business daily. You're going to have to figure out and you're going to have to make that decision. And um, that's the only way. Discipline is so, so, so key. I tweeted it earlier today. But discipline is going to be the deciding factor on whether or not you have a successful or an unsuccessful business. If you don't have that discipline together. So for example, I record this podcast um, early in the morning on Tuesdays. Early, early, early. So that means, okay, Monday night, go to sleep, Christina Canoe get in bed, go to sleep. I had to miss the um, college football championship because I was tired and I said, I need to go to sleep so I can make sure that I'm getting up because if it's either going to be you recorded the podcast or you didn't record the podcast. There's literally no in between. So you're going to have to get that discipline together and discipline goes hand in hand with time management. Alrighty, let's take a break before we go to our next component. Hold one second and we will be right back with the Baby's Books and Business Podcast. Alrighty, we are back. We are back. Okay, so let's continue on with all things mompreneur. Um, another thing that does help. So I do consulting and a majority, I would say about 85 to 90% of my consultations are done via the phone. So I am typically at home or typically in the car, depending on the relationship I have with the client. Um, so for example, one of my clients that lives overseas Um, we typically do our meetings, you know, they aren't long meetings, so I'm able to conduct them when I am in the car, um, to and from work or whatever the case may be in, especially since there is an overseas component going on with a lot of this, but that's neither here nor there. That's a tangent. So, um, I'm usually at home doing consultations and what I have found is that, I need time when I get home, this goes back to time management, to get settled, to get my baby fed, um, to take a shower, to chill out, to prepare before I hop right into a consultation. So I usually don't get home from my job job and picking up Jace from daycare till about 6.30. It would not be wise of me to schedule a consultation at 7 o'clock. It just, it wouldn't be because there's not enough time to get everything settled, settled. And of course, I have to devote some time to my child and spend some time with him. Then... And this is the the point that I'm trying to make. There's ways to involve your children in the work that you do, depending on the type of work that you do. Now, it might mean, and I know, you know, especially in this new age, they're paying a lot of attention to screen time. But it might mean that when you're doing your work, your child is on the tablet or they're watching some form of TV or um, Jace has a little laptop. So usually I have the conversation with him and I let him know, hey, Mommy is doing work, Jace, and he's able to say, okay, mommy's doing work. So he might want to sit directly next to me and play with his little laptop because he sees me with my laptop because children, they imitate what they see their parents do. Or he might want to have his tablet. And it might mean there's been plenty of times where I'm doing a consultation 
and Jace is either asleep on my lap or he's sitting on my lap or he's sitting right directly next to me. So there is a way that you are able to involve your children in the process. Um, I don't believe, especially as mompreneurs, unless there is a type of work that you do. So for example, maybe hairstylists. But again, I've seen hairstylists, they bring their kids to work um, and they just learn like, hey, you're going to be at the salon with me. Um, I don't really, I'm not a huge advocate of waste or not so much wasting. If you got it, you got it. But um, spending a whole lot of extra money on daycare or childcare when you are an entrepreneur, because you're already going to be investing a whole lot of money on things. So I'm not a huge um, proponent of that. Um, if you if you have it, you can. And also, I'm coming from a single parent lens where there isn't a second person in the house. Now, sometimes, you know, my homeboys and my homegirls, they might be at the house and they're able to watch Jace um, while I'm doing a session. Um, and people are in, at my house all of the time. It's like the community house. Shout out to the community house. Um, so I might be able to do a couple of things and somebody else is watching him, but that's typically not the norm. So you have to figure out a way to involve your kids in the process. That way they're not getting bored. They're not getting irritated. And also I let my clients know. So it's almost like a, a little joke, like, hey, you might hear, you know, my baby consultant or the junior consultant in the background. He may be asking for juice. He may be asking me to tra- change the YouTube channel. Um, occasionally, Jace will turn up on a call. And of course, I feel so awful. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is terrible customer service. But again, we have to accept the reality that we have. If you don't have a million dollars to spend on childcare while you're working, you don't have a million dollars, but you have to figure out a way to work. And there's ways that you can condition your child to being able to, okay, you have to be quiet during this time. Um, That goes into the point of evolving as your children evolve. When you have itty bitty ones, so um, kids who are, you know, pretty much infants where they're sleeping a lot of the time, or they might just be in their mama room or their rocker or in the crib or the bassinet. They're not mobile is the word that I'm trying to get at. Then you're going to have a little bit more access to being able to do a little bit more because they're not going anywhere. When we start getting into the eight, nine months crawling and, you know, and it's been a while since I've had a crawler, so I can't remember the exact timeline, but when they start crawling and they're a little bit more, you have to watch them. So I wasn't doing as much when Jace was really starting to get mobile because he was getting into a lot of things. Now where he has a little bit more independence and autonomy, so I'm able to do a little bit more. And if I'm in the living or in the dining room and he's in the living room, I don't have to watch every single thing that he's doing because I know that for the most part, he's going to sit still. And if he is going to get into things, I'll be able to hear him. So that also goes back to the point of time management of figuring out what's going to be the most ideal time for you to get work done and for you to be able to do things. So it might mean that while your children are very active, that you're handling admin stuff because God knows you're going to have a lot of admin work that you need to do. So doing research about your company, paying any bills that you may have, um, marking out your calendar of when it is that you're going to get certain things done for your business. You might be able to do those things while your child is just up and running and then everything else you might have to be doing later. So I know some of my clients, they are in the hair industry. So um, it might be a situation of they're making wigs, they're, you know, looking up, you know, where to get their Malaysian hair or their bundles or whatever the case is. And they're just going to have to do that at a time when their children are asleep or their children are awake. They'll figure out the time that works most ideally for them based on the stage that their child is at in their life. My next point is, and I am 
a huge, 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 huge advocate of this. I told one of my girlfriends who recently had a baby that when it comes to me, and I got really serious about this um, after I became a mom because I understood how expensive children are. If I'm going to be doing anything that is taking me away from Jace, it has to be lucrative or productive. Lucrative meaning it's making money or productive meaning it's, you know, something for self-care. It's something that I have to do. Um, it's just something that makes sense. I'm not going to just be, um, hence why I charge for my consult- consultations. I am very rarely, there might be a point zero zero one percent chance that I'm ever conducting a consultation for free, whether it's a 10-minute consultation or it's two hours. I'm usually not consulting for free um, because, A, I put out a lot of content on, like, podcasts and, you know, um, blogs when my website's coming back. Shout out to my website coming back. Um, Or tweeting or videos. I'm putting out a lot of free content already. So if I'm scheduling and taking the time out of my day to conduct business, it has to be lucrative because it has to mean that there's money coming into my household and that money is able to be used for my son or it's able to be used to pay bills or it's able to be used for the things that I also need. It it can't just be that I'm spending a couple hours a day just on the phone conducting consultations with people and I'm not making money from it because for all of that, I would much, much, much rather, my preference is always going to be to spend time with Jace. Of course, because we can't live off of air, mommy has to work and I have to work a lot in particular being a single mom. I have to work a lot. There is no way going around that because I don't want us to ever be on the street. I don't ever want us to not have the things that we need. So what I mean, and I say all of that to say moms, of course, when you're first starting your business, there is going to be a curve. You can't charge as much as you would be charging two, three, four, five, ten 10 years into the game. That's just not going to be realistic or feasible. But you need to be making some type of money off of this. So it can't be, oh, you know, I'm just going along with the flow. And and that's my, you know, everybody has a family discount. Everybody has a friend discount. And everybody has a this, uh uh-uh, stop with all of that. You can, you know, it might be a very minimal discount. And this does not mean that we don't love our family and we don't love our friends. But who we do love is we love our children. So if you are a mompreneur and it's taking you away from your kids, you need to be having some money come into it because that's time that you could be using to read with the babies. That's time that you could be using to just relax and play with your kids because they want your attention too. Now, I have learned that for the most part, I can only do a maximum of two consultations in a day. So my schedule typically will be that I will conduct a couple of consultations in the evening, only one, one in the evening on, I don't want to, you know, there's, I think I might do consultations on Tuesdays, Tuesdays through Thursdays are my during the week consultation days. Um, I rarely consult on Mondays because usually that's the beginning of the week. There's a whole lot going on. If I didn't go to the store during the weekend, I go then. Fridays, that's my day off. I don't want to be bothered. The only thing I want is maybe something on TV, something delicious to eat and to spend time with my baby um, and to prepare for the weekend. And then Saturdays, that's my busiest consulting day because everybody wants to consult on a Saturday. But I can't do 10 consultations on a Saturday. I can only do two. So you're going to have to, over the time, you're going to learn what schedule makes the most sense. What is it that you want to do? But then also you want to look at, if I have a goal that I want to make, if I want to make $10,000 in a month, you have to break that down by, okay, that's going to mean that I have to make um, 2,500 in a week. 
if we're looking at just four weeks in a month. 2,500 in a week. Okay, what's the daily amount? I'm gonna have to make this amount per day. You're gonna have to figure out what exactly it is that you want to make. And then that's going to determine how many consultations or how many clients you're going to need, how many products you're going to need to sell to be able to do all those things. But again, mamas, it has to be lucrative. It can't be all of this, you know, we're just doing things just because. No, it has to be lucrative. Now, again, these are things where if you have the right business consultant and the right business coach, um, you can work with me because I love working with people and I love working with moms, but you can work with whoever. They're going to give you these things and they're going to help you understand and break down these numbers. That way you're meeting your actual business goals and you're not just doing work just to do work or whatever. Because, and you know, I, I kind of say this as we kind of move to to wrapping up that um and I could talk about this all day long but of course you know this whole mompreneur concept is going to come up time after time it's essential for our kids our kids need to see us in more than just that's just my mom allow your kids to see you yeah that's my mom and she's dope as hell and she's also a CEO yeah that's my mom and she's the president of her own company yeah that's my mom and she's the owner of her own company yeah that's my mom and one of my fondest memories of my mom was that my mom she was working and I got you know my mom involved me in work like Jace he's definitely going to be an entrepreneur and we're going to work on this you know from the time that he's a kid he'll be a kidpreneur because he'll be working on these things early on and learning what it means to make money because that's when we get into generational wealth that's when you know generational wealth doesn't just start because mom was rich and had a whole lot of money no really involving our kids in the process and teaching them these things and this is how you also do it too that's when we start getting into generational wealth and it's so important it's especially in the black community but that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day um so again i believe in you mamas i believe that the dream can work it takes a lot of time it does take a lot of effort but it is possible i am here to i am a testament that being a mother and having your own business it is possible you just have to put in the work to be able to do these things so let's take a break and i'll be back with a couple of final remarks Alrighty, we are back. Well, I hope that you all enjoyed this episode um, about tips for mompreneurs. Um, I really, really hope that you do. Of course, this is an area that I'm really passionate about. And there's just a lot of really great mompreneurs that are out there. So if you see one, tell her, hey, sis, I see you doing your thing and I'm proud of you. There's lots of really good IG pages about being a mompreneur. Of course, I cannot remember them all right now. But if you just put in the hashtag, you'll see it. Um, There's some, you know, different companies, some different businesses, some different blogs. There's just all of that. So be sure to, you know, check it out, connect with them. Um, You know, I have some mompreneur club ideas um, and plans. Um, that I'll be discussing at a later date in particular for moms who are in Atlanta. But again, you can do it. You're more than capable of being able to do all of these things because you brought life into this world. So if you brought life into this world, you can literally do anything. And that's just not even an underestimate. Um, Excuse me, that's not me just talking. Um, You had contractions. Now, if you had contractions, you can really do whatever. Um, And a word that I will say to women who are expecting, I would go ahead and get started on your business now before the baby gets here. And I know that that might sound really unorthodox and crazy, but really, truthfully, I would go ahead and try to get as much legwork as you can done prior to the baby coming. Um, 
a couple of quick things. If you have anyone you would like to recommend, any dope moms, any dope people, um, they don't only have to be moms that you would like um, for me to, you know, talk to on the podcast, please let me know. Or if you're interested in being a guest of the show, let me know. Um, in the upcoming weeks, we're going to be having some really exciting guests. Also, um, the Christina Canoe Consulting 2020 Planning Guides are available for sale. They are only $10. Contact me via social media at Miss Canoe or at info at if you would like to purchase a copy. Awesome planning um, tool and resource that will assist you with your monthly planning. Um, again, I am always booking business consultations, so I'm booking through the end of February now. So if you would like to go ahead and get your consultation booked to discuss all things business, let me know. You can contact me at Miss Canoe or at info at ChristinaCanoe.com. That is the end of our episode. Have a fabulous week. Again, this has been season three, episode two of the Babies Books and Business podcast, and we're out. Take care, everyone.